0: This is Parrot Talk.
1: Brought to you by Restoring the Faith Media. Restoringthefaith.com
0: It is the 25th day of October 2023. Good morning. It's Wednesday. Happy Hump Day from Mike Parrott. I'm the host of Parrot Talk here on the Crusade Channel. This is Live Talk Radio, the way it should be, broadcasting every single day, 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, from the heart of America. You can email me at restoringthefaithmedia at gmail.com. Got a very interesting email, actually, from one of you, and I responded to it, which gives me, over the last 24 hours, a 100% response rate to emails, which is an improvement for me. (laughs) Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning. We have so many things to talk about. Hillary Clinton gets in a shouting match last night with a guy. I'm going to play you the whole thing. It's three minutes long. Yelling match with a guy who blasts her for failing to call out Joe Biden for leading us into World War III. This man, probably a hero. And Hillary debases herself and brings her down to the level of the common man by even engaging with this guy. She thinks she's going to become a woman of the people. But she just looks so fake by the hypocrisy I'm sorry, we've got of this two more people they hear from i'm sorry you, you have a the, ch- well the, i'm not sorry the, the hip- sit down i, I know you're not sorry people, that's the point the we're hypocrisy we're of this talk. speech the I'm hypocrisy of the fact that what, what do you have, you have can Frank you please can you, is can you a please make a statement about president joe biden's
1: speech this is a clearly warmongering speech President Joe Biden is calling for a hundred billion dollars of funding for Israel, Taiwan, Israel, and Ukraine. And we're supposed to just Ukraine. bundle these together and pretend like we're going to rush to World War III, and we're all just going to let Hillary and, and Clinton sit here. Okay. I'm sorry. You know, this is not some, this is not the way no, no, to have no, a I'm conversation. My, my if you want to have a conversation, t- you're no, welcome to come you, talk to me can, afterwards. You can sit here. Okay. Right. You're yeah, gonna. You're gonna. Yeah. You're gonna wait for me, right? You're gonna and wait for me, right? I'll b- wait for you. I'll for I you. listen to you. and I, do, I will respond I to you. you. I, don't you. <laughs> I do not believe you. <laughs> I don't believe you. I do not believe you. I don't believe you. The matter you. is that the Just, American people's voice are what needs to be heard. Yeah, because, they are being Because heard. our president is not speaking for the American people, and well, neither are you. That's your opinion. That's your opinion. Yes, that's my but, opinion. But, but well, then sit down. We've heard your opinion. Thank uh, you very I'm much. Now we're gonna turn to people who I'm not gonna stop. I'm not gonna stop. Working on behalf of you. Right. I'm going to exercise my free speech. But until, it's not, until it's I'm not almost, free speech when you this, are disrupting yes, everybody it is. else's opportunity it is free this speech. speech. This is free speech, everyone. This is free speech. That is not free speech. This is people to, cr- constructing narratives that are openly hypocritical. I'm sorry. You The, the incredible hypocrisy. You know, you know don't maybe you could actually... A- Went with Eleanor Roosevelt to bring this Declaration of the Rights of Man. John Foster Dulles was involved with the CIA. Oh, yeah. We well, you're brilliant in your historical. The Pinochet regime. Okay. Please, oh, listen, could you please inform me about the United States okay. involved in these We are. 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 rights, are. We are. We are. We are. We We are. to We you are from Uganda and Uganda's 2023 Anti-Homosexuality Act criminalizes LGBT uh, conduct in Uganda. The World War and, III. Oh, Do please. you understand? It's, it's not about Israel. we got to talk about Gaza. gays. It's not, about, it's not football. You this isn't football. You we got to talk about, about the America. faggots. Well, the I'm please sorry, but some please of us are down. on Team America, despite our flaws and our yes, problems. Yes, yes that's that. me. Right. Right. America! if You have to stop right now. You have to wait, I right. well, to say one like every person on event. this stage you're has right wished their to, life, their income, right? their Excuse reputation, me. their careers, and what okay. have you done other than okay. stand up and this I stuff? need, I need I to put, I need put to my show. records, sure. and these you're women's records, and have Frank's records against you, any you're day of bed. the year. Okay. I'll respond. What I have done is I have asked Hillary Rodham Clinton to denounce the president's openly warmongering, suicidal, idiotic speech. And I can answer. I will that's not do that. So that's the end of I, our conversation. Exactly. But sure. I'll still meet you outside. But you're done. Right now. Okay. okay. Frank. Okay. She's, She's Frank has.
0: I love it. Uh, she, uh, can we just talk about gay people? Please, can we go to Uganda? Can we do anything but talk about World War III? Can we do anything but talk about the suicide mission in Taiwan, Ukraine, Jerusalem? Can we please get to the Uganda guy? Can we get to the African guy so we can talk about the faggots? Poor sodomy. Can we, we have to talk about sodomy. Hillary Rodden Clinton here shouting down a guy, trying to change the subject to sodomy. He won't let her, look, look, he's a little bit hysterical, I get it. He's probably a lefty, that's probably true. He probably doesn't agree with me, that's fine. He doesn't listen to the Crusade channel, that's fine too. We have plenty of great listeners out there who support the channel. By the way, towards the end of the month, few of you know this. Honestly, few of you know this. Towards the end of the month, today's the 25th day of October. It gets very hairy around here at the Crusade Channel. It, we're not sure if enough's going to come in to pay the bills, keep the lights on. This is a passion project. This isn't a grift. I'm very, very clear about that. If the king dude wanted to grift to you, he could. He could tickle your ears with standard right-wing talking points. He doesn't. He tells the truth. If I wanted to grift to you, I'd just go on Restoring the Faith Media, YouTube. I'd go ask you to become a patron. I'd put ads up on YouTube, whatever. We do this because we love it. And every month, towards the end of the month, we're just not sure what's going to happen. Honestly, honestly, we don't know what's going to happen. Our lady comes through, sometimes in the final hour, sometimes in the 11th hour. Sometimes a couple days before that. We're just trying to bring you the truth here on this channel. And if you like, look, I, I don't care. You don't have to make a donation in my name. You don't have to go to crusadechannel.com slash whatever. You don't have to go there. If you appreciate what you're hearing and you want to keep us going for another month, let's get to November Let's get to December. Let's get through the winter. Let's get through the debates. We're 90 days away from the caucuses. If you care about us telling you what we actually think, regardless of what you think, regardless of your opinion, I know that I tick a lot of you off. I know a lot of you to bristle. Some of you don't like me. That's fine. I'm not here to be popular, and neither is the king dude, and neither is anybody else. We're here to tell you what we believe to be the truth because our duty is to assent to the truth, to conform our intellect and our will to the truth because the truth is external to us. Look, send the King Dude a gift. All right? Don't tell him, I, don't even tell him I sent you. Just send him a gift unsolicited. Don't even put your name on it. Don't put your name on it. Don't put your... Just send him a gift and say, you know what? Keep the truth flowing. I had this thought. You know, a couple weekends ago, I told you I went to a wedding in Virginia. And look, I don't want to take a huge diversion into a personal story. I don't don't want to do that, but... What I do want to tell you is this. I had this epiphany there, and I've been thinking about it. I, I, don't, I don't know when or how it's going to come up in the show. It's just one of these things that I, I store in my mental bank, and I say, okay, well, the next time I talk about truth, let's be sure to mention this thing that I thought about. There are two ki- two types of love, two kinds of love for The truth. Some people love the truth because they love to be right. They love to go out there and tell everyone how smart they are. They love to be recognized. They love the adulation of being right. Some people love the truth to the extent that it proves them right. Some people are simply seeking to justify their way of life, their life decisions, their whatever, their recent decisions by the truth. In short, some people love the truth because they love themselves. They advocate the truth. They push the truth. They speak the truth. And what they say may even be true. Sometimes it is. Oftentimes, it is. But these are speakers of truth, advocators of truth, merely to the extent that the truth endorses, supports, accepts, Their way of life. Their life decisions. Then there are those, in contrast, who genuinely love the truth because the truth is lovable. The truth is beautiful. It is true. It is good. It is worthy of admiration. It is admirable. Admirable. Some people admire the truth for its own sake. Some people look at the truth and they say, wow, it's beautiful. It's complex. It's also simple. It's both and. It is discrete. It is infinite. It is inside of my mind. It is transcendent, totally outside of myself, outside of time. It is both and. Some people look at the truth with admiration, with an eye of love. They look at it and they say, wow, I have to change everything about myself. I have to change my life. I have to change my way of being, my opinions. I have to conform my reality to this truth. I think that truth, when it's heard with an open mind, it pierces the heart. It does. It just shoots right into the heart like an arrow. Passes right past the gatekeeper guy who's like trying to decide if you're being sold to or not. And if he, if he thinks you're being sold to, he just shuts you down. That guy has no chance against the truth. The truth is like an arrow that fires into your heart. It pierces it. It hurts. It really hurts. And those people who are pierced by truth, who love it, who look at it and admire it, who want to conform to it, that's a different mentality. Nobody actually wants to be wrong, okay? Nobody goes out of their way. Nobody wakes up in the morning and says, I want to be wrong today. I want to be so wrong. Look, some psychopaths do, I'm sure. But most people, they wake up and they say, I want to be right. I like being right. Most people like to be right. Nobody likes to be wrong. But there are two types of people with respect to the truth. There are those people who are like, I don't like to be wrong because I want people to know that I'm right. I want people to know that I've made the right decisions that I'm the Trattest person in Trattestan. And then there are those who look at the truth with simplicity, with docility, and with admiration, and who say, you know what? My whole life needs to comport to this truth. This truth changes everything. This truth is so hard, it's so beautiful, it's so lovely, it's so complex. It's so simple. It is so aspirational. It is so achievable. It is, all, it is all these things at the same time. And that person who looks at the truth and says, I want to conform my life to it. I want to be around it. I want to love it. I want to admire it. That is the person who has the right intentions. Intentions. Any action which is a moral action, is judged by the action itself, the circumstances, and the intentions. And if any of those three things is lacking, then you cannot say that the thing is intrically good. For example, it's good to feed your body. Your body needs nutrients. It needs whole, real foods. It doesn't need refined wheat, sugar, seed oils, poisons. Your body needs animal fats, plants, nutrients from the sun, protein. It needs those things, okay? That in and of itself is a good thing. Feeding your body is a good thing. Feeding your body during mass... Okay, well, what is the action? The action is feeding your body. That's a good thing. You need to fuel your body. You need to respect the temple, which is your body. You're given one body. That's why you don't tattoo it. That's why you don't mutilate it. That's why you don't disrespect it. That's why you take care of it. You're given one body. It's a gift. Life is a gift. Life is the fusion of the soul and the body. You're alive because your soul and your body are one. Death is defined as the separation from soul and body. So life, half of life is defined by your body. Take care of your body. Take care of it. Nourish it. Give it the nutrients it needs. Give it the whole actual food, real food that it needs. But to do so, that part is good. But to do so, the circumstances. To do so during Mass? You're going to feast on a steak during Mass? You brought the steak into church? The action, there's no problem with the action. Feeding your body is fine. The manner in which you're doing it, the circumstances, renders it morally wrong. It's morally wrong. It's not intrically good. For something to be intrically good, you have to have the good of the action and the circumstance and the intention. So in this case the circumstance is wrong. And so the thing's not good. Another example. Preaching the truth. Preaching the truth is a good thing. Admonish the sinner. Correct him. That's a that's a spiritual work of mercy. Correct those who are in error. Do it. Do it all day long. That, as an action, is good. Circumstance. You met them online. You're engaging with them online. That's fine. They've asked a question. You've answered it. Circumstance seems okay. They're open-minded. They're open to the truth. You're giving them the truth. That's all good. Intention. Well, my intention is to prove to the world and all the online community, and all of Tradistan, and everybody else who's listening to my voice, how trad I am, how right I am, how I've made the right decisions my whole life, how everything I've done has been perfect. I would say, probably, and I think the moralists would agree with me, that that intention falls short of the integral good. It does. It falls short. It dips into pride. And so you may look at that and say, well, you're admonishing the sinner, and he's online, and he's open to correction, he's asking you a question, and you're just trying to correct him. But if you're doing it for the wrong reason, the intention, if you have faulty intentions, if you don't love the truth for the sake of the truth, if you don't love the beauty, the magnificence, the complexity, the simplicity of the truth and you're just trying to justify yourself, and you're trying to make it about yourself, and you're appealing to your own pride, and you're trying to prove to everybody how trad you are, then guess what? Not a good thing. It's called a sin. Anything that's not intricately good is at best a defect. And very possibly a sin. And so I go back to there are two kinds of people in the world with respect to the truth. There are those who are like the king dude. The king dude has made extraordinary sacrifices for the truth. I don't even know the half of them. I may never know the half of them. But what I do know is that the king dude has risked it all fame, money, success, etc., to be with you, to preach the truth to you, to tell you what he really thinks. Do he and I agree on everything? We don't. But we agree on the essentials, and we agree on this, that you know what? He has every right to speak the truth as he understands it. And he gives me that right, too. That's what makes the Crusade Channel special. That's why I love doing this show. Some people will tickle your ears and give you a 95% truth. They might withhold something from you. They might decide not to say the unpopular thing or the obvious thing or recognize the elephant in the room. So that they don't lose patrons, donors, subscribers, sycophants. Not here. Not on this show. Not on this channel. The King Dude has exchanged a huge radio satellite audience for a group of people that give a damn About the truth. And that's you. That's what makes you special. That's what makes him special. That's what makes you special. All of us here in Crusaderville, we love the truth. And we don't love it because it makes us feel haughty, superior to anybody, justifies us. None of us are without guile. None of us are without fault. None of us have been have lived a blameless life. None of us have made perfect decisions. None of us have always and everywhere followed, loved, adored, cherished the truth. None of us have done that. Not even me. Especially not me. And yet, here we are, a community of people who are committed to loving the truth because the truth is lovable. The truth is outside of us. It is existential to us. It is separate and apart from us. It doesn't care about our opinions about it. It is unbending. It is based on fact. It is something to behold, to be cherished, to be conformed to. I believe that you think that. I believe that I think that, or at least I try to. I try, genuinely try to live up to that every day. I'll admit to you, I will be the first to admit, it can be difficult. Look, I'm the one with the microphone. You're listening to me. Do you have any idea how tempting it is to sit here and say, well, I was right about this and that. And I love the truth because the truth justifies me, my choices, my choices with the things that I've done, my opinions, the temptation is there. It is. It's always there. It's ever-present. It's something to be despised and fought with. Nevertheless, I am convinced, based on my interactions with you in the Crusader Stadium, my interactions with you at the Crusader Conference, Congress, down in Louisiana, my interactions with you via email, and other direct correspondence, those of you whom I have had the pleasure to meet, I am convinced that you are a lover of the truth. You do. You love it. You love it because it is lovable. And it is. It is when you stop and admire the truth, when you stand back and look at it, when you zoom out, when you just say, Hey, wow, this is something separate and apart from me. It is separate from me, it is above me, it's beyond me, it's greater than I. It is greater than I, and I therefore have a duty. That's the thing. This is this is the telltale sign, ladies and gentlemen. Some people quote unquote love the truth to the extent that it validates them. And then when you point out the inconsistency, you're like, well, what about this aspect of the truth that you're not living? They get very upset, very angry, and they attack you, and they say that you're attacking them, and it becomes personal, and there's ad hominems or whatever. Other people like you and like the king dude You have beheld the truth and you have sacrificed for it. You have loved it. You have truly given of yourself for it. You have. You have, as a listener, and I know for darn sure that the founder of this station has done that. He has done that. He has been there, done that, and got the t-shirt. So I ask you one final time before the break. I didn't even read you my live ad for the segment. I am just from the depths of my heart asking you. Will you not reward this man, the king dude, for his Fidelity to the truth. Will you not send him a an outsized gift? An early Christmas gift. I don't care. Call it whatever you want. Give him something that is that, that, that hurts. Give him something today. On his website. I don't even know where to go to do this. You, I know you can donate. I don't know what the link is. I didn't come prepared to do this. I'm just telling you. Give him something in appreciation for his years, years of sacrifice for the truth. I have witnessed the truth transforming people's lives, and the king dude is one of those men. He says, here I am. Oh, that's the truth? Okay. I accept it without reservation, without counting the cost, without thinking of the sacrifice, without thinking of the downside. I'm not going to temper it. I'm not going to wrestle with it. I'm not going to water it down. Oh, that's the truth? Then let me be the first to say it. Consequences, be damned. I don't care if I lose listeners, subscribers, people to this radio say I don't care. Because what the, what the people need to hear is the truth. Because the truth pierces the soul. And if I can love it, if I can see it, anybody can see it. That's the character of the man who founded this place. He didn't ask me to do this. We haven't talked about this. This isn't premeditated. I'm just sitting here to tell you that the king dude is one of those rare souls who doesn't love the truth to the extent that it justifies him and his life and his opinions and his whatever. Neither he nor I nor anyone has lived a perfect life. He's the kind of guy who looks at the truth with the eyes of a babe and says that's beautiful I want that I will do what I have to do to uphold that I will aspire to that I will conform to that and here on this channel we ask you every single month today's the 25th day of the month to just help us keep the lights on Don't tell him I sent you. I sent you. Don't tell him. I'm serious. I'm not kidding. I don't want any part of this. I just want you to know that I see behind the curtain here at the Crusade Channel. And this is live talk radio the way it should be. And you know what? Someday we're going to be huge. Someday we're going to be double, triple, quadruple. Quintuple, the size that we are now, and it will only be because you helped us get through these hard months where we are the only ones saying what we know to be the truth. We're not tickling your ears with what we think you want to hear. We're stirring the soul With what you must hear. Paratalk here on the Crusade Channel. Live talk radio the way it should be. We'll be right back. I'm going to talk about the Speaker of the House on the backside of this break. God bless you. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back. Hey, I just met you. Heard you're a groomer. So here's your millstone. Good luck, loser. It's hard to look right. When you're a pervert, so take your millstone, no kids will get hurt. Gotta get these fools into the bottom of the ocean, down in the ocean, alongside that Titan sub. Gotta get these guys down to the bottom of the ocean, throw them in the ocean, with that Titanic sub. Welcome back to the show. This is Mike Parrott. I am the host of Parrot Talk here on the Crusade Channel Live Talk Radio, the way it should be. It is Wednesday morning, the 25th day of the 10th month of the year of our Lord, 2023. And I am coming at you from the heart of America. Where I broadcast every single day, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. You can email me at restoringthefaithmedia at gmail.com. Restoringthefaithmedia at gmail.com. Yes, I know I need to get a more professional email address. I should get a Proton email. I should get a FIDE email. I should get a Reagan email. Whatever, that's fine. I know I need to do those things. But for right now, you can email me at restoringthefakemedia at gmail.com. You and I and the NSA and China can all read the same email at the same time. So send your traffic, Over. I want you to know that this segment of the show is brought to you by the Epoch Times. Subscribe today. Watch the new docu-film No Farmers, No Food. Will you eat the bugs? Subscribe today through the Crusade Channel for $1 for your first month by going to crusadechannel.com forward slash Epoch. By the way, If you're drinking your coffee this morning and you didn't go to shop.mikechurch.com, you're wrong. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say about that. You know how I feel about it as I sip. (sighs) You know how I feel about it. All right, Republican Vice Conference Chair Mike Johnson. He's a Republican from Louisiana. He's considered the frontrunner to be the latest potential House Speaker nominee. Is he the third or the fourth guy they're putting forward? I know, Jim. Jordan didn't prevail. They had a swamp creature who they wanted. I want to tell you what I know about this guy. Because I think it's important. Now, it's very likely that the king dude knows him better because he's he's from Louisiana. Louisiana is not a huge state. Very likely the king dude might have a separate opinion than I. But based on what I know, based on what I'm reading, based on what I've researched, he's now the fourth speaker designate for the House. He just got 127 votes from the GOP conference, which is pretty far short of the 217 that he needs. He has a Liberty score of 74%. That's not excessively high, but it's certainly higher than many Republicans in the caucus. He is from the state of Louisiana. He's only been in Congress since 2017. Like I told you yesterday, it would be interesting to see a 51-year-old like Mike Johnson as the Speaker of the House. You know, normally on the other side of the fence, you got swamp creatures who've been there since the 70s, okay? They witnessed the the fake moon landing. They've been in Congress so long. They're they're swamp creatures. This is a guy who didn't even show up to Congress but for like 6 years ago. Voting record is pretty solid. It really is. Is it without blemish? No. It's not. He was instrumental in getting the Texas amicus brief going in 2020. He did vote against certifying the fraudulent 2020 election. All right? He's on the right side of two very important issues. He has not voted in favor of any funding for Ukraine other than the, the initial funding bill where everybody was bamboozled. Okay? This guy sounds like a dream come true. He supported Trump's ban on terror-prone nations. You're talking about, remember his, his immigration ban? He said, yeah, you're not coming in. If you want to come in from a terrorist nation, you can't come here. It was a ban. They called it the Muslim ban. That made for good bumper sticker retail politics. This man, Mike Johnson of Louisiana, supported that ban. Okay. You have my attention, sir, Mr. Mike Johnson. He served as a member of Trump's legal defense team during both the 2019 and 2020 Senate impeachment trials. You and I know that those Senate impeachment trials were a joke. They were. They were a political witch hunt devised by people of little imagination in an attempt to discredit a duly elected president of the United States of America. And he stood on the right side of that. Mike Johnson is supposedly very conservative on social issues. In 2022, that would be last year, he introduced the Stop the Sexualization of Children Act which prohibited federal funding of institutions that promoted child sexualization and transgenderization. Now, is he going to wrap a millstone around anybody's neck? Probably not. Would he maybe in private agree to do such a thing? Would he think that that would be a good idea? In private? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe he would. There's a good chance. You know, a lot of times these guys who have very conservative credentials in public are even way, way more conservative in real life. That's what makes him so scary. That's probably why he only has so far 127 votes. That's as of last night. I don't know if they're going to how many ballots they're going to do with him. I don't know if he's going to increase his ballot count, but right now he's the guy. He is personal friends with ACB, Amy Coney Barrett, about whom I've had a very complicated, uh, let's say, a uh, 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 prognosticatorial relationship. If I'm a talking head online that you're listening to, if I'm a commentator, then my commentariat about ACB has been less than enthusiastic, let's be honest. I have noted that she is a swamp creature. Her father was a swamp creature. She has deep connections to the George W. Bush camp. Big oil, big corporate. And that there is not a lockdown or a mandate that she doesn't love. I have noted that from the beginning since her nomination. I have opposed her nomination. I have been very, very stridently clear about A, C, B. Nevertheless, this man from Louisiana, Mike Johnson, is friends with her. I don't know if he's Catholic. I assume he might be. He's from Louisiana. She's Catholic. And together... They did uphold the overturning of Roe v. Wade. They did. They got that done. We don't hear anything about Mike Johnson. We don't hear much about him at all. Today is the day that you're hearing about him, most likely. Mike Johnson from the fourth, uh, he's the fourth speaker designate from the House. Axios finally did a piece about him late last night just because they were like, whoa, we might want to tell you about this guy. He is considered the front runner to the latest potential speaker nominee. After three failed candidates and three weeks without a speaker, Johnson is now one of two hopefuls left standing from the nine who filed to run for the role on Sunday alongside Representative Byron Donalds of Florida. Johnson was previously defeated on the ballot by House Majority Whip Tom Emmer, But Emmer withdrew his candidacy for House Speaker later Tuesday after hours after winning the GOP nomination for the role. What is Johnson's background? Let's see what Axio says. He's 51, but a member of the House since 2016, actually 2017 when he joined, currently serving his fourth term in the House. Louisiana's fourth congressional district, which includes nearly 760,000 residents, Won the seat with the largest margin of victory in his region in more than 50 years, according to the biography on his website. Bachelor degree and a law degree from Louisiana State University, LSU. 20 years practicing constitutional law. At least it's a guy who's practiced in the real world. At least it's a guy who didn't go to Harvard or Yale. He went to LSU a m is playing LSU on Thanksgiving. We always do now. Although, I think with UT joining the SEC, University of Texas, that there's a good chance that the A&M and Texas game gets set for Thanksgiving. We haven't played each other in like eight or nine years. With UT joining the Southeastern Conference, they want to they get in on this action. I get it. Look, I get it. It's cash cow. Maybe the Texas A&M and... Texas-UT game will be set for Thanksgiving. But as of right now, for this year, we're playing LSU either on or near Thanksgiving. And I suspect LSU may win this year. Johnson served in the Louisiana legislature from 2015 to 2017. That's two years. He's been married since 1999, has four children. Where does he fit in the GOP landscape, Axios asks. Vice Chair of the House Republican Conference for a second time, unanimously reelected last year. Deputy Whip for the 118th Congress, sits on the House Judiciary Committee on the Select Subcommittee of Weaponization of the Federal Government. In a letter to colleagues over the weekend, Johnson said, it's the duty of the House Republicans to chart a new path, clear vision for how to lead. Until colleagues reached out to encourage him to seek the nomination, I had never contacted one person about this, and I have never before aspired to the office, he says. He's a well-liked member of leadership, widely viewed as policy-oriented and principled conservative, if not a bit... If not a bit... Milk-toast. 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 Milk toast. That's how you spell milk-toast? With a Q-U-E? I didn't know that. Among the eight Republicans who made a pitch for their position, Johnson has been seen as the greatest share of his sponsored bills become law. 6.5% of his sponsored bills have become law. Who's supporting him? Johnson came in second place in the vote Tuesday morning, indicating wide support, mainly among conservatives. Representative Kevin Hearn of Oklahoma announced later Tuesday that he's dropped out of the race and is instead endorsing Johnson. What is his relationship with Trump? This is important always, and at all times. He's a stark Trump ally, staunch defender of the former president during the impeachment hearings. The Louisiana Republican led the amicus brief signed by more than 100 House Republicans in support of a Texas lawsuit seeking to overturn the 2020 election results in four swing states. The team of former Representative Liv Cheney, a driving force in the House January 6th Committee, outspoken Trump critic, released old videos highlighting Johnson's involvement as well as a quote in the New York Times that called him, quote, the most important architect of the Electoral College objections. So if he's an enemy of Liz Cheney, he's probably a friend of the people. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is what you need to know about Mike Johnson. Now, I don't know if he's going to make it across the finish line as this circus continues. But what I appreciate is that he's 51... He's pro-life. He's pro-Trump. He's from Louisiana. And as of right now, he's got the the most votes. Let's see what happens tomorrow. I'll keep you abreast of this here on Parrot Talk. 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, Monday through Friday. Thank you so much for listening. And I will be back with you soon. This is live talk radio the way it should be. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow. This is Parrot Talk. Brought to you by Restoring the Faith Media restoringthefaith.com